up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We'll look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in Kate. Kate, how you doing this evening? And Kate's Kate's doing great because Kate's muted. I'm doing really good. I was just I was singing Pinocchio, so I'm not surprised that I was muted because this not movie was so great. So. Right. Oh, bye, bye. Oh, yeah, that's a good yeah. one too. So, and we've also got Peter this week. Pete, good to see you. Good to see you. Wish we were talking about something else. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. But yep. as we said. First, guys, if you are not already, like, subscribe, share us. Please, we are on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere at Plus Platoon. Please let your friends know that we're good. If you think we're good, if not, keep your mouth shut. Um, But please get the word out. We want to have more people be able to listen to us and participate. Yes. So we're going to start with a really short announcement about Disney Plus News. Kate? Uh, the announcement about Disney Plus News is that there really, sorry, there really aren't a lot of announcements about Disney Plus News because D23 happened um, last weekend, this past weekend, sometime really, really recently. And uh, there were so many announcements made there that we did an entire episode based on it. Um, yeah. So we did go check that out. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Go on. Did you guys find that? Yeah. Did you guys see, though, the Big Shot Season 2 trailer dropped today. Oh, no. Oh, oh There's boy. also a hip-hop nutcracker. Hip-hop, the, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. We want original ideas, Disney. Please, not remakes of old has-been ideas, <laughs> including John Stamos. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Um, but speaking of old ideas that did not need to see another shred of light, we're watching Pinocchio. We watched the new Pinocchio this week. So you don't have to. You don't have to. That's right. Um, basically, if you know the story of Pinocchio, if you watch the original at all, it's the same exact story. It is. It's truly the same story. It's not a shot for shot like the old like the Lion King was and some of those others have been but it's the exact same story Geppetto makes a wooden boy the blue fairy comes grants the wish Jiminy Cricket blah 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 we don't know if he turns into a real boy that's how it ends but Kate I'm going to start with you let's go they made some major changes to some of the songs so is is this still singing a happy tune Y'all, y'all listen. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
And let's try and focus just just on the music on this just one. Just on the music. Um, so I loved the Blue Fairy singing. Um, that's an excerpt of... It was not the entire song of When You Wish Upon a Star. Um, she killed it. She was so good. Um, I, I've got no strings. So... <laughs> This is hard because this movie was not great. Uh, but I also need to caveat all of this by saying I don't care for live action movies, live action remakes. But so they added a song that wasn't in the original. That was the song for the ballerina that the ballerina sings. Um, and the man headed to Pleasure Island. That was another song that was added. And Geppetto had a song at the beginning. Remember? He did. He did. Um, if, they did cut call his- that singing. Well, yeah. True. Better than Pierce Brosnan. So they, <laughs> yes. Ooh, y'all are vicious tonight. They did um cut give a little whistle. They all it it's good. The music was fine. The music that was performed was fine. Um the Blue Fairy, in my opinion, was great. Um I just overall was not impressed with this movie. Okay. I'm gonna pass it to Pete. So I will say this for the songs. They weren't the new songs weren't bad and they mostly fit with it. They weren't bad. I'm not saying they were great. Um, You know, obviously when you wish upon a star star is a classic. Uh, I got no strings is a, is a great little song, but there's not much to that song. And that was fine. Um, The new songs mostly didn't feel terribly out of place one of them kind of did but um uh you know i didn't i didn't mind the songs there were so many to you which one felt out of place what which one felt out of place to you (sighs) i think it was the ballerina one that kind of felt out of place to me it's it sounded more like a modern song than other the other songs which felt more traditional animated you know classic feeling songs um i said none of, none of them none of them were great none of them were particularly catchy but um you know they were fine it, the, the music was not the problem with this movie how's that um it, I, I would i would have had a big problem i mean i don't know why you cut give a little whistle which is also a cute little song but i didn't miss it I mean, I realized at the end it wasn't there, but I didn't miss it. But um, the two songs that were there from the original, those I would have obviously would have missed when, when you wish upon a star. And I, I don't think they would have been crazy enough to cut that. Um, and as again, got no strings that that scene worked fine, I guess. So I and and overall, the the orchestral music was fine. So I thought the music in the movie um, and this was Alan Silvestri that scored this movie. I mean, this was not, this was not some nobody. This is, you know, back to the future. And I mean, he's done a lot of big scores over the years. Well, a lot of Robert Zemeckis scores too. Um, But uh, yeah, no, I, I was, music was fine. It was, there was nothing offended me. What about you, Derek? Um, They did not sing the entire when you wish upon a star in this, in the movie. No, they didn't. They cut the they they sang the second half of it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that they included actors' life for me. They did include that. They broke it up, but they right. did. 
include that one. I really missed Give a Little Whistle um, because it's the whole always let your conscience be your guide lesson from Jiminy Cricket is that song. And we missed that. And that's how you get a hold of your, you know, your conscience. And that's how you're supposed to get a hold of Jiminy Cricket. Sticking him under that. Well, okay, we'll get to, we'll get to some of the plot issues later. But um, I also thought that the one on the way to Pleasure Island was horrible. To me, that song did not need to be there. It's almost like they thought, oh my gosh, this song, this movie's only going to run an hour and 40 minutes. Which like, was which song was that? What what did it sound sound like, or what did uh, they say in it? I remember well, it. I just I, or, it wasn't quite an "It's a Good to Be Bad" type song, but it was basically that kind of a song. Only it wasn't a Danny Elfman song. <laughs> so, so it's basically okay. a everyone basically everyone's doing it. Everyone, you know, if you want to be, you know, have friends, you're going to be bad. You could. It's good to right, uh, right, right, right. It was said Not. by the coachman who was collecting all the boys on the way right. to Pleasure Island. Correct. I remember now. So to yeah. me, to me, what was there from the original? They lost me cutting the first half of When You Wish Upon a Star at the very beginning. I think kind of said it. Yes, it's there for the end. It's the it's the end credit scene. Yeah. Song. But it sets the tone being the beginning of the in the original. It was the opening credit scene in the original. Yeah. So. Okay. So music's. Eh. Okay. Next part. Is this movie too computer graphic? And I'm going to take this one. And the answer is yes. <laughs> um, Pinocchio was terrible. Pinocchio himself was horrible. There are, say what you will for all the other remake versions of, okay, Pinocchio in Shrek looked more wooden than the Pinocchio in this. Ooh, that's good. This, this, um, I was, I was going to say, tell me I'm wrong. No, no you're, you're, not you're, wrong. you're completely right. This, this Pinocchio looked like they were trying to take the Pinocchio from the animated movie. Yes, it did. And I don't care if he had the same clothes, the same hat. He didn't look wooden unless you were here. And even yeah. then. And even there, he didn't. <laughs> so the whole Pinocchio was terrible. Uh, Gideon Falfollow and Honest John, fine. You know, it's going to have to be a fox and a cat. At least they left it that way. It was fine. It was obviously CGI. Let's put it this way. Pixar had nothing to do with this. I'm so glad you haven't said the one thing that bothered me the most. Well, I will hold off on that, on continuing a little bit. Kate, what bothered you the most? Figaro. Thank Why you. did oh you my have gosh. to have a CGI that cat? Uh -huh. Yes. Should have been a real Come kitten. On. Like, I get it. Like, there were points when Figaro had to, like, like act. But, yo, can't, really? You couldn't have even... Ah, uh, that bothered me so bad. Coming around into the in the in his pocket in his bag, it could have been a real kitten. It could have just and like there's enough shows out there with like talking dogs and talking animals that like you can't tell me you couldn't have just CGI'd a tiny bit of a real cat to 
make it have its reactions? Come on. Mm-hmm. When Figaro and is it Cal? Is Cleo. that the name? Of Cleo, Cleo, thank you. And like, I Cleo, guess I kind of understand because Cleo more fish to do tricks. Yes, but when Figaro, because I was like, like, listen, I'm a cat lady. I'm not even sorry. Um, but when that cat, I was like, you can't even use a real cat. This is supposed to be a live action. And in my opinion, if it's live action, you try to CGI as little as possible. Maybe that's just me. But- well, memo. Or, or you make your CGI cat look like a cat. Yes, yeah. that. <laughs> so- uh, it, it didn't. It didn't look like a real cat. I mean, no, I don't know. Like, like I didn't love the Lion King, but at least those animals looked like real animals. Yeah. Yeah. So just that is probably just what bothered me the most. Um, even, even when the boys, um, started growing ears and tails, turned into donk, turning into donkeys. Yeah. Like even that, I was like, all right, but once they have the ears, can we put them in like, and this may have been from doing the electrical parade for so year, so many years that we had the donkey boys. That was like part of the Pinocchio unit. It's like, okay, but can we, I don't, there was, I just didn't, it didn't hit we the mark for some me. Of it as, as practical effects rather than CGI. Yeah. It's like, do what you can to make it seem live and not, but Figaro is what got me the most. So what about you, Pete? Yeah, F- Figaro was the worst. Some of the stuff with Monstro was awful. Oh, awful, awful, and, awful and CGI. We'll get into some um, of your feelings about Monstro's change and, here. And, and for that and for that matter, Monstro was pretty bad that they kind of turned him into this fictional tentacled thing as opposed to just a whale. But um I, there was there was okay so you know how derek doesn't like marvel a lot i hate talking cgi animals i i really i ge- generally there's there's some places that it works um you know I, I, the jungle book i actually enjoyed the jungle book which kind of surprised me but i i you know any of any of these kids movies with any of the like air buddies movies i cannot stand that kind of stuff and so anytime that they had the talking animals, but like there's just so much overabundance of CGI that and and not great CGI. It was like like there was CGI everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> like I wasn't everywhere. sure. Let, let me be honest. I wasn't sure. If, I wasn't for a while there. I wasn't sure if anything was real except for Tom Hanks. But but then Stromboli, but then yeah. Stromboli showed up, and I was like, okay, well, there's maybe another person. Um. Yeah, I mean, I got some other things to talk about with this plot, but like the the CGI yeah. was was way too heavy. Um, I didn't I didn't get the addition of the seagull all that much either. Um, you didn't like Scuttle. I mean, and <laughs> and um, Scuttle, Jiminy Cricket, which of course has to be CGI. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I have no issue with that. But it did take me a little while to get used to the the design of the character um, to the point that I wasn't creeped out by it. You know what he reminded me of? He reminded me of the of the grasshopper in the grasshopper and the ant cartoon. Yes. Or that's, oh, okay, that's true. Yeah, um, it wasn't. Okay. It was. It wasn't. And and that I will say, Jimmy Cricket wasn't bad. 
Um, I thought the CGI for the, for the cricket was good. There was just too many places where they added CGI and, and uh, this, I I was going to, I was going to mention when we get to actually like, you know, round Robin on this, you know, we usually have confused Kate. I was confused Pete on some of this because I don't remember the original movie and I don't remember smoke monsters. No, in the original no, movie, uh, no, it was just no. It was guys going in and grabbing the donkeys and hauling them off. The smoke right, monsters were like, not like, I, like I was thinking because because the one thing I thought of with this movie is like, okay, this is a kids movie. This is the, they're clearly making this as a kids movie directed at kids, and then you get to that scene where these giant scary smoke monsters are grabbing the donkeys, and I'm like, do we really need this scary bit here? It's because for little kids, the scariest part is the kids turning into donkeys. Right. Yeah. And then having them get no. snatched. Yeah. Well, that's, that was all. Yeah. That, well, there's a lot of stuff in this movie that was awful when I was a kid. And that, I, I, again, I got more to unpack there, but I'll yeah. stick with the CGI well, just and just say, you just perfectly segued into the next oh, question. And what's the next yeah. question? It's mine, right? It is yours. Uh, did the changes they made add to or detract from the movie? Okay. As I said, I hadn't seen the original in a long time. It was not a favorite of mine. This movie creeped me out as a kid and I never was interested in seeing it as an adult. So I'm not even sure. I've probably shown every single, like even down to like make mine music and saludos amigos and things like that to my daughter. I don't think I've ever shown her this movie. Um, So I don't remember all of it, but I did go to Wikipedia the biggest problem I had with this movie was that the main story of the movie is kind of a warning or a, 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 a fable to children that if you misbehave, bad things are going to happen to you. And if you're, if you're good and honest and whatever, good things will happen. And it seemed to me like Pinocchio was never really interested in any of the bad things. Like he, like he wasn't really tempted at any point, maybe a little bit by Stromboli, but even that they didn't really show. And then they get to the pleasure Island thing. And and the whole time it, they make the character like he doesn't want to go along and like, he's never like into it. right? Right. He's, he's always, he's like horrified by it, which watching it, I would be horrified too. But like, you you don't the whole through line of Jimmy Cricket's the conscience. He's learning to have his own conscience that it just wasn't there. Yeah. And like without the moral of the story, I didn't know what I was watching. I felt like I was watching a bunch of unrelated scenes that didn't make any sense to me. And like just stuff happened. And I, I don't know. <laughs> so that was the biggest change uh, that detracted from it. I also did not understand like at the beginning they made it. So Geppetto had a dead wife and child, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Would you agree? That's like, that was the beginning. They did nothing with that either. It like Uh vanished from the story and it's like, (sighs) the, the reason you did that, early on was to give the story more gravitas, right? Probably. 
probably. Well, and then, I make it make sense. But then they ignored it. And then, they, then like this guy comes in to buy his clocks and he chews them away, which and uh, I don't think with that again. And they never do anything with that either. And it, so it's like, it, it, it felt like a movie that they like cut like 20 minutes from, and I couldn't make sense of it. So the changes definitely detracted from the movie because this, I mean, it was always a very episode episodic story, right? I mean, very much very this much, happens yes. and this happens and this happens, but the, the episodes didn't even connect. Right. Like, yeah. Um, at, at the end, Geppetto in the, in when I, from what I read back on the original movie, Geppetto is sailing off to pleasure Island. Not in the, in original. the original, in the, what? In the original, he is going to find Pinocchio. Right. But what I was reading is that he was going to find Pinocchio because he was going off to Pleasure Island to find Pinocchio. They never mentioned that in this. They, they just, did. He's, yeah, they did. Yeah, oh, they did. did? Okay, yeah, they I did. missed that. Only because Sorry. that's why he sold all of his clocks was to buy the boat. Was to buy yeah. the boat to go to Pleasure Island. And, and also in the original, wasn't he already swallowed by the whale? Yes. Okay. yes. And Pinocchio searches for days to find Geppetto. And right. so, well, I mean, the the whole movie took place over like you know a day and a half. This, this, this one, well, this one did, yeah, yeah. You so, did okay. all of that in a day, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I uh, I say there wasn't. Okay, I'll say I'll give one change that I was okay with, and that was the puppeteer girl even though her return uh, made very little, she also made no sense to the story, but I did like that character and what they were trying to do there, but um, bringing her back towards the end didn't make any sense to me. But what about you, Derek? Did anything add to it? Um, No. Uh, (laughs) One of the biggest problems I had is pleasure Island. Okay. In the original pleasure Island, they're smoking cigars they're gambling on pool. They're drinking beer. They're beating the heck out of each other. And in this, they drink root beer and play pool for fun. I mean, smash I things. Yeah, okay, things. they smash things, <laughs> including <gasps> cuckoo clocks. Oh no, how convenient was that? But um, that didn't add anything. The thing that bothered me the most is. In the first five minutes, they broke the fourth wall and made itself so self- Disney self-aware with all the, like the Roger Rabbit cuckoo clocks and all that, which I will say if they are missing a huge marketing opportunity if they don't sell some of those cuckoo clocks. <laughs> but if you're good, you set the tone for that in the first five minutes, you've got to do it through the whole story. Because, yes. because Agreed. And, they, and they just stopped. Yes, there was a there were one or two fourth wall jokes in there, other places, but they lo- if they're gonna do that, which annoyed me at the beginning. But if they're gonna do it, keep it up. And it it was again, it was too much. Yes, because like if, if you did one, if you like like you know the guy mentioned, I want the clock with the duck, and they had so they had a clock with Donald Duck. That would have been cute to have like. 10 different clocks with different Disney characters yes. was too much. Not it was too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would agree, Pete to me, Geppetto, not already being in Monstro Geppetto and come on. Monstro is a whale. Monstro is a big, huge whale. He is not 
some whale kraken love child that they created there. And not very well, I might add. I'm sorry. If they paid Industrial Light and Magic to do these effects, they need to get their money back. (laughs) Um, But even down things to like, I don't know. The fact that at the end, Pinocchio's the one that sacrificed himself to help Geppetto live, and Pinocchio's the one that's unconscious. And Pinocchio's the one that Geppetto was crying over at the end of the original movie. And the blue fairy comes in and turns him real. Am I right? And you two may not may, may not remember. In the original movie, the blue fairy shows up in the middle when his nose is growing, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I do remember that. And remember. she's the one that tells and she's the one that tells him, look. You have to start stop telling lies and your nose will go back to normal. But and in the original, he never loses his his ears and tail until he turns into a real boy. Oh, because it's he made these decisions. Now he's got to live with it. And the but and Pete, I agree with you. The whole moral of the story of making good decisions or you're going to have to live with the consequences. Wasn't there. Yeah. And I know I from what I saw, they did not turn him officially into a real boy because in the original book he didn't turn into a real boy. They said Okay, I'm glad I didn't miss that because I was no. like, wait a second. When now, the credits started, I was like, wait, did he become a boy? Did I miss that? Hinted at it through a CGI change just as the camera was pulling back. Oh. They shot they were showing like his elbow. And it no longer had the joint. The, the the I couldn't I couldn't tell that. I I was like that oh, that know. end scene confused me the most. It's like, wait a second, you took out the finale of the movie. Yes, and he took <laughs> out the happy ending. So, Kate, yeah. Anything? Did anything help? Did anything uh, help? No. You but to be fair. I don't care for this. I don't care for the original of Pinocchio. It is a very scary movie for kids. I never enjoyed it. Um, I was also a kid that I tended to follow the rules. Like I didn't like being in trouble. I didn't like any of that. And so the whole pleasure Island aspect of it was very, very confusing for me as a child Um, and terrifying. Like when they start going and like, Uh Oh my gosh, like that was always very scary for me. For um, me, Kate, that is when I when I was apparently little, I looked at my folks and said, We're leaving now. And I never really made it. that <laughs> all right. Everyone raise your hand if that surprises you that Derek did that. Notice no hands are in the air. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me even a little bit. But um yeah, I I want to like this movie because it is such a Disney classic. You can see, I mean, Pinocchio and the Blue Fairy, or not the Blue Fairy, um, Jiminy Cricket. And I mean, When You Wish Upon a Star is like the classic right. Disney. That is it. Like, that is it. That is the Disney song. If you say name a Disney song, nine out of ten people will say that one. Of our age or older, but anyway, yeah, right. Um, and I felt like that song was just thrown away, even though I love the actress who did the Blue Fairy. That that song was just very thrown away. Um, I didn't like the 
the choices of CGI. It didn't the the you were totally right, Pete. The smoke people, like I literally was like, what is this? And it hurt me. It physically hurt me when and I get it, symbolism. I understand symbolism, but when the guy who was collecting the children was singing and he was jumping on the donkeys when he was jumping in the front. Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like jumping between the donkeys and they would all go every time that he would step on them. And I was like, oh my God, make it stop. (laughs) Um, Well, well, you realize those were boys. Yes, yes. 100%. That's, yeah. No, no, they were children because there were girls on the Oh, there were girls there. That's true. Yeah, you're right. But it just, and like... You're totally right, um, Derek. And maybe this is a little bit of a statement to like the world we live in now. I don't know, but it wasn't just smoking cigars and gambling and drinking. It was like destruction, like destruction of beautiful things. And I don't remember that from the original movie. Nope. Um, granted, I saw the original movie many, many years ago and I didn't like it then. Um, and I also completely agree that Pinocchio it didn't seem like the only time it seemed like he actually was like yeah let's do this really dumb thing was a little bit when he was talking about joining the show and being famous only a tiny bit though but it really wasn't even there there, he didn't really want to do it it seemed like yeah he was convinced that's what his dad wanted him to do yeah so I overall this was not a hit for me um, but I don't know how much of that is the live action remake and how much of it is just like, I don't dig this show. Like, I don't dig this movie. And again, it's yeah. wild because this is a, a Disney staple. This, when you think Disney, you think when you wish upon a star and Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. It and would, it would I, be interesting to hear from somebody that loved the original. It would but be. I don't know anybody. That, I don't know anybody <laughs> who loves either. the original. I love the original. I, um, I, I know this isn't a, a category that we had planned, but is there anything you liked about the movie? And I'm going to go first. I, there's two things I kind of liked about the movie. One, whenever Jiminy Cricket jumped, he actually made a cricket sound. Yes. Which mm, I thought was yes. cute clever. and clever. And I thought, oh, there isn't anything you liked, or well, maybe maybe Gina's Gina's like good this. job, Gina. <sighs> um, Tom Hanks is. I thought for considering he was probably in a in a blue screen room with nothing there, I thought his performance was was quite good, and not completely over the top like the rest of the movie was. I'll agree with that. So those are the two things that I would say I liked about the movie. Derek, anything else? Anything you liked? Um, I liked the original songs and how they how they helped. Okay. That's the only time it felt like Pinocchio is when the original songs were going to me. Yeah. And I will agree for the part and for the script, Tom Hanks did an excellent job. Yeah. I would agree with that. Okay. Uh, same. I mean, uh, Listen, in my I, there's very little that Tom Hanks could do that isn't fantastic. He is such a versatile actor. Um, and he did a very good job about uh, like even even picking up because, of course, I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, you're picking up the puppet. How are they going to make this look real? Because it's totally a CGI puppet. 
but even just the delicacy that he that he handled the puppet and Figaro, like holding Figaro, who wasn't a real cat. Um, I almost wondered. I almost wondered, Kate, if they didn't have like a green. Oh, probably. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay, make. I'm gonna jump in here. Okay, make Pinocchio CGI. Fine. Make the rest of the marionettes real. Yeah. And make the rest of the marionettes actually do marionette stuff in the in the Stromboli show. So sorry, Kate. Um, my only I loved the blue fairy. I love that they made the blue fairy a woman of color. I I was a big fan of that. Um, Would like to see more of her, huh? Would like to see more of the blue fairy. Yes, yes. and have her sing the whole song. Thank you. Have her sing yes. the whole song. It's Come not on, the credits. Um. I, yeah. Um. I like that they made Stromboli. Like a, I'm glad they made him real, a real person, and just made him more of a portly fellow. To and I don't know if that's what he's like in the movie. Was I don't remember. Movie. He was he was okay. a huge. I couldn't I couldn't remember, but I was like, ah, yeah. This if I hear the name Stromboli, like this is what I picture, and this is this. Yeah, that that was good. That was good. Um, that's good job, Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Good job, Tom Hanks. Okay, guys, before we get to our Pixie Dust ratings, I've got a question for the three of us. At this point, what does it take for Disney to send a movie to theaters? Five years ago, this would have had a huge marketing blitz. It would have been all over the theaters. And now it's on Disney Plus Day. Hocus Pocus would would be huge, would be everywhere. Hocus Pocus or this would probably be the McDonald's Happy Meals. I mean. And now it's coming straight to Disney Plus. Um, when I did some looking, Disney has had basically three releases in theaters so far this year. They've had Lightyear, Thor, and Doctor Strange. Coming up still, they have Black Panther, Strange World, which I think is animated. Animated, yep. And at the new Avatar. To Disney Plus, they've had Turning Red. Chippendale, Pinocchio, they're going to have Hocus Pocus 2, Disenchanted, there's a Diary of a Wimpy Kid. And some of those, a couple of those have been pretty darn good. And a couple of the ones that came to theaters have been pretty darn bad. What does it take at this point to you, other than it being necessarily a Marvel movie, which I think that's about the only thing they will send directly to movies every time is Marvel. What's it take to send a Disney movie directly to the theaters at this point, Kate? Okay, well, first of all, I want to say I don't think that there is... It's not the same, in my opinion, it's not the same as um, when something went straight to VHS or straight to DVD. In my opinion, it's two different things because I think a lot of people are hearing straight to Disney Plus and they're thinking straight to DVD. And those are two very different things because as someone who I don't have cable, I only have streaming services um, and I don't go to the movie theater. It takes a lot for me to go into a theater to see a movie, not because I don't want to. They're just expensive. It's expensive to go to the movies. If you go on a date and you get popcorn and drinks and candy and your tickets, like you're spending bucks easily, easily. And so, um, and that's not counting if you go to dinner before it, like there's just, it's, it's expensive. And so, um, 
I mean, as you were naming off all of those, the ones that went straight to theaters were Marvel. Um, and, and a Pixar. What, and a Pixar. And with the exception of one of those, well, two, two of them were animated that went straight to theater, or that went to theaters, right? Is that what you said? Going to be the, the light year okay. and then the... the and strange world. Strange worlds. Okay. Yes. Everything else you named was either animated or a sequel. So, um, for the most part, there obviously are going to be some exceptions in there. Oh, but right. everything you named, I was like, okay, animated. Okay, animated. Oh, it's a sequel. Oh, Disenchanted. It's a sequel. Um, so, that doesn't entirely surprise me. Plus, those big, big blockbusters, like all the Marvels, the Star Wars, um, the Star Wars movies, um, it doesn't surprise me at all that they go to theaters. But they also want people to stay on Disney+. Plus. So if they can drop things only on Disney Plus to get people to buy Disney Plus because it's like essentially pure income for them, of course they're going to do that. So makes sense to me. It's not going to go to theaters if it's not a big, big blockbuster Marvel or Star Wars for Disney. You want to go, Derek? I was going to say what prevents and I understand I'm sure it's the marketing and the distribution, all that stuff. Although distribution these days is not six rolls of film. It's a flash drive. But what's the, what would keep them from putting Pinocchio in theaters for a month and a half and then dropping it to Disney Plus? So, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my thought on the reason, and it comes down to one thing, of course. But I'll, I'll right money. But I'll say this: it's if a movie's got a shot at, let's call it a billion dollars, they'll put it to theaters, and if it doesn't. I mean, maybe maybe that's a bad number. Maybe half a billion dollars is the number. But for them to market movies now worldwide costs so much money. If they don't think they're going to get back, as I said, half a billion. I mean, like the, the movies you mentioned that went to theaters, right? Doctor Strange and, and Thor. Doctor Strange made a billion dollars. Thor made didn't do awesome, but I still think it made like six or seven hundred million dollars. Lightyear did not, but it stunk. So, <laughs> so I think that's why it didn't. Um, but they the the things that are going to go to theaters are things that they think worldwide can generate the revenue. Because to put a movie in theaters, it isn't it isn't just the distribution, but it's the, it is the marketing. Right, and when they put it on Disney Plus, it's much easier to market because they market Disney Plus. So they market, yes, they market the individual movies, but they're marketing all the things on Disney Plus in in kind of one big, um, uh, you know, big blob, and they can look at their revenue stream for Disney Plus that they're getting, you know, seventy seven ninety nine from everybody or whatever it is, and. Uh, you know, so then they can they can justify the costs of those things that so I agree. Hocus Pocus, too. If they put it in theaters, yeah, it might make two hundred million dollars or something like that. Internationally, probably not. I don't think Halloween is what it is in other but countries would have done. OK, I think Pinocchio would have done OK internationally. Maybe. But I, but again, I think I think it's they're looking at it as in, OK, we could generate. 
$200 million and the movie only costs us 50 million, but we spend a hundred million on advertising. We're better off just having that exclusive to Disney plus to market. I mean, it's what Kate said. You got to have original stuff on Disney plus and not just big shot season two. <laughs> there's got there's got to be things that are going to or high school musical, the musical, the series season 14 or whatever they're on by now. Season four. They're going with uh, I've been watching season three and season three is pretty good. So it's better than season two. Is it better than season two? But season two was terrible. Season two was terrible. Season three is way better. We can talk about that another time, but season three is actually pretty good. Um, The, um, but anyways, I just, it's, it's, it's all about when you're a corporation like Disney, you don't look at millions, you look at billions and, it's, I mean, it's kind of sad in that to me, what I was hoping streaming would do is generate more original and little movies like the original Hocus Pocus. Like, yeah, make more of those. Like, so you have content, make more of those movies. I don't need live action Pinocchio and live action Lady and the Tramp and live action Mufasa. And- <laughs> <laughs> and all these things, um, you know, give me, give me, you know, and at least they are kind of doing that with the series. You know, I mean, we, we, we've, we, and, and not that we love everything, but yeah, big shot. Okay, good. Give me, you know, mighty ducks, give me national treasure series, give me, you know, these different shows and give, give me content, but I would like some movie content. And, you know, if, how about some mid budget movie content and you can tell if it's a big hit, you know, by, by the number of people that watch it, the number of people that rewatch it, maybe then you can generate something new because, <sighs> you know, when's the last time there was actually something new that's yeah. not Marvel. That's not Marvel. It's not Marvel. And even, I mean, even truly even Marvel kind of, well, I mean, Marvel, everything is pulled from the comics, so right. it's not even really that new, but yeah, at least it's, but like, yeah, I'm talking about Disney. I'm talking about Disney live action. I I, oh, I, I watched those panel that panel on Friday. And what does Disney give me that we got coming? We got a Haunted Mansion movie, which is a, not just based on a ride, but we already did once. You have yeah. a Mufasa movie, which nobody in the world is going to want. You have um, live action Snow White, Yawn. You have. We, okay. Is that back on? Yes. Yeah. They okay. got uh, they they had the cast come out so it's definitely happening um you know maybe the most interesting of that was the little mermaid i'm sure that will be a big hit for them and everything but but even so it's like this is all we get literally all we get is remakes remakes and it's like fine i know those make a lot of money okay can we get something original <laughs> I don't know. I just it's very it's very frustrating to me and this and this movie is the epitome of that in that it's a remake of a movie that yes it's one of the original original it was like what the second or third animated movie mm, either really? third or fourth I think yeah. Yeah, it's I mean obviously very very early anim- animated movie release but nobody really loves it like you're only doing you're only doing it because you think that by re-releasing something that you already have it's going to be a big hit and i just i don't know i i 
Can you tell yeah. I didn't like this movie? Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> well, and that leads us in to our pixie dust ratings. And Kate, I'm going to start with you. Pixie dust rating out of five cups of pixie dust. One and a half. Okay. Pete? I'm I'm going to give it a one. I don't know if I've ever given anything a one before, but there's there's no way on earth I would ever watch this again. Okay. Um, I'm going to go one and a half. Yeah, this was... Guys, do not watch this movie. Don't watch. I mean, and I don't know that we have ever had. Okay, other than Polar Bear. Ah. (laughs) Yeah, I rated Polar Bear higher than this. Uh, You get Polar Bear one and a half. Oh, did I? Okay, yeah. Derek, what's the lowest I rate? What's my lowest rating? Um, You have given. You gave Star Wars Lego Halloween a one. (laughs) Um, That was pretty bad. (laughs) You gave Polar Bear a one. Uh, and then you gave the black hole and welcome to earth one and a half. Okay. That sounds right. Uh, oh shoot. What was I going to say? It was going to be really good. Um, <laughs> to be like, I would say to anyone listening to this, he's like, uh, I don't know if you have to choose between this and any other movie there's so many great movies out there i was just telling derek i watched coco for the first time on my plane ride home yesterday for the first time first time that movie's so great it's so good i cried like a baby it's fine how can you not i know like encanto so good moana so good like or even live action like cruella go watch cruella go Go watch watch yeah go watch cruella even go watch yes. The Lion King, and I've never watched a live action Lion King, but I'll even say go watch Lion King over this. It's just not great. O- over this, I would agree. I would, I yeah. would, I would. There's still tell you to go watch the animated yeah. Lion King, but yeah, <sighs> um, or go watch some documentaries. Go watch The Boys. Yeah, yeah. So go watch. Huh, go watch The Sandlot. Yeah. <laughs> Go so, watch Sleepless in Seattle. You're welcome. Now, I'm on Disney Plus. It's not on Disney Plus. Now, it should be. Next week, we are She Hulk. This will be about approximately the halfway mark for She Hulk. So, we're going to be talking about it up to this point. Hoping to have Micah on next week. Also, going to be talking about the new uh, Cars on the Road series. It's Lightning and Mater as they travel across the country to the wedding of Mater's sister. Guys, I watched the first couple. How do cars have a sister? That. <laughs> how do cars have parents? I mean, <laughs> the, whole, anyway. the whole, the whole cars universe confuses the heck out of me. <laughs> so but anyway, that's what we're doing next week. Guys, we have got a huge packed schedule this coming fall. But if you've got stuff you think, oh my gosh, you have got to watch this, please let us know. Let us know what we're doing right. Let us know what we're not doing so right. Let us know if you if you actually watched Pinocchio and loved it, please tell us because we'd like to have you, the, <laughs> we we want you on the show. <laughs> yes, because you are the unicorn. <laughs> yeah. And so email us at plusplatoon at gmail.com. Message us on Facebook. 
YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Guys, we are... Shows come out every Thursday on all major podcasting platforms and YouTube. And with that, guys, we will see everyone next week. Oh, go ahead. And while we're pondering things like where do parents for cars come from, this is something that just occurred to me in in Zootopia. Uh, What do the predators eat? (laughs) Convicted herbivores. Think about that. Write to us. Let me know. And if he can come up with a valid answer, we may throw Zootopia into the rotation. That's right. So, guys, thank you so much for listening along. We wouldn't do this if you weren't out there listening. Thank you so much, and we will see everyone next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for watching this week's episode of The Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcast and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.